0: Welcome to the Intercultural Music Initiative podcast, where we go behind the scenes with the amazing artists and composers who help us create culturally diverse music programming. My name is Tina Sayers, and today I'm speaking with two members of IMI's Sonic Safari African Drum and Dance Ensemble, Jaja and Safi Uizeye. Jaja and Safi will be the featured artists in IMI's Kwanzaa celebration, which will be held on December 18th at 3 p.m. at New Awakening United Methodist Church. You can learn more about this free concert on our website at www.imusiceye.org. Jaja and Safi are Creole siblings who use West African drum rhythms and authentic Louisiana Zydeco music in their drumming and dancing performances. Both siblings have been performing, teaching, and instructing for much of their young lives and have performed in numerous shows in the United States and abroad. In addition to performing, Jaja is a published poet and the co-founder of the Conscious Kids Club, in which he performs his own staged productions. As for Safi, not only has she been dancing since she was two years old, but she's a singer, actor, choreographer, and co-founder of the Pan-African Princess Pageant, which features her African ballet productions. This dynamic duo is truly one-of-a-kind, and we're so fortunate to have them in IMI's artist roster. Jaja and Safi, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having us. Hello.
0: (laughs) Well, let's start with the basics. How old are you both?
1: Well, I'm 14 years old.
2: And I'm 16.
0: Okay. Tell me a little bit about your background. Where were you two born, and what is the culture that you come from?
2: Well, we were born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Same house all of our lives. And we've always been in African dance. And this is just what we do. And it's brought us many opportunities.
0: It sure has. And what is your cultural background in your family? Well, we're Louisiana Creole. Aha. Uh-huh. And is that on your mother's side, your father's side, or both?
2: On my mother's Not
0: side. But mainly both. We're from Mary Louisiana. Awesome. Have you been down there much? Yes, we were there actually a few months ago. Is it fun to go and see us? Yes, that? yes. We love it there. What is your favorite part of the Creole culture?
1: Well, for me, it's speaking the language. I love being able to communicate with my mom, like when we are in a grocery store, and being able to also connect Creole language with the African dance. And when I'm speaking Creole, I'm able to make up songs to go with the dances, like the dance, the African dance Lingen, I'm able to sing a Creole song explaining the bird because Lingen is the bird dance. Mm. So my favorite part of Creole culture is speaking the language. So are you fluent in Creole? Yes.
0: And you can write it too? Yes. Awesome. Wonderful. How about you, Jaja? What's your favorite?
2: Well, like Safi said, the language, but I would have to say the food. We have some pretty good food.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet.
2: <laughs> gumbo has been my favorite meal for a very long time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took my son, who's 15, to New Orleans a few years ago, and that became his favorite too. <laughs> 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 have to have you guys over for some gumbo sometime, or vice versa. You probably make it a lot better than I do. <laughs>
2: yeah, a mean gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: bet, I bet. (laughs) Well, you are both incredibly accomplished for people so young. Where do you get your motivation and what inspires
1: you? Well, what inspires me? is mainly my mom. My mom inspires me a lot. She also is very determined to have us pursuing our dreams. Being professionals, we get a lot of inspiration from a lot of different artists, such as my uncle Fred. I've been dancing for so long. I've been dancing in over eight states. I've been to Israel, Bahamas, Puerto Rico, and I'm even going to Guinea in May. So all around the world is where I'm trying to go and get different techniques and inspiration for not only dance, but culture and ending of itself. I get culture and heritage and traditions, and I can even pass it on to young children and just just love it. What a breadth
0: of experience and traveling you've done. That's really neat. And how about you, Ja? What, what inspires you?
2: My inspiration comes from actually creating inspiration. There is nothing that lights me more than seeing someone who we may have taught. They, they finally got the step or they finally have the rhythm and they're so happy about it. And that's that's what keeps us going, really, is to see that face light up. It's an exciting feeling. That's really a lot of my inspiration.
0: That's really cool. You're a natural teacher.
2: Thank
0: you. I understand what you mean when you see somebody else all of a sudden grasping something that you love and that you want to pass on to them. That is so rewarding. That's wonderful. So, Joel, what got you interested in African drumming specifically? And when did you start doing that?
2: I can't say what got me interested because I've been doing it all my life, but we started doing this professionally. I think Safi was eight and I was 10 or it might've been, she was six and I was eight. Either way, we've been doing this since before we even hit double figures. Yeah.
0: Do so. <laughs> you have any um, African drummers that mentored you or inspired you?
2: I have a few. I have my first teacher, Sunshine Sylvester Lee, my drum father, Kath Gay, my namesake, Musa Traore, Bode there's, a, there's I couldn't name just one. There's <laughs> right. so many teachers who have given me things over the years.
0: Wow. How fortunate for you. And how about you, Safi? What got you started dancing, doing African dancing, And and who were some of your teachers?
1: Well, at a young age, I wanted something different. You know, a lot of people, they play sports, you know, they play tennis and they cheerlead, they play volleyball. But I wanted something different. And I used to run around the house dancing and I even used to be in ballet. But I wanted to do something different and African dance really touched my soul, and I've been doing it ever since. Um, But I have a lot of teachers, especially with traveling. One of my favorite teachers are actually Mama Tiffany Scott, who is the teacher at Sunshine's Community Performance Ensemble. And a lot of actually male dancers, which some people might find it a little strange, but I love being taught by a male teacher it's just something about that but I have so many teachers like I said I've been doing this for years Mm -hmm. so I can't just name one but I love being taught different things but I also love teaching oh how fun
0: I know that you sort of specialize in zydeco dancing can you tell us what that is for people that have never heard that term before
1: Well, Zadikol comes from Louisiana. It contains different instruments, but it's kind of like a two-step line dancing. You know, we mix it up with just a little bit of African all in one, and we just make it So where children younger than us and even older adults can actually enjoy it. We've made the Jansa push, the Kasa hustle, and basically it's just Zodico dancing mixed with African dancing. And we just mix it all in one to not only make it a part of Creole history, but African history as well. Oh,
0: that's awesome. How interesting. Jaja, the first time that I met you, you recited a poem that you had written and published when you were how old? 14. Okay, yeah. Would you be willing to read that for us in the in the original Creole and then the translation?
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. The poem is called Modrapo Creole. Modrapo Creole a casace listoire à Momange, and Creole. And what that translates to is, I love my Creole flag because it represents what we eat, our religion, and our Creole language. I love my Creole flag because it represents where we're from. We're from Africa, we're French, and we're even Native American. I love myself, my culture, and my flag. I am Creole, like my flag.
0: That is so cool. I love the pride that you have in your culture that comes through in that poetry. And the language is so beautiful.
2: We wear our flags every day.
0: Thank so. you. People can't see, but you have a little oh. Creole flag on a necklace. Yeah. Yes. so cool good for you. Do you have other Creole friends in this community? Are you hooked in with other people that share
1: that cultural heritage? We mostly spend a lot of time with family because we travel back and forth from Louisiana to Georgia to Cincinnati, Indiana. Indiana. So we're around our cousins a lot. And some actually do speak Creole. But we also teach kind of the language to some of our friends that might not know the language and just let them have a brief background of the language. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. And Safi, I know that you
0: co-founded the Pan-African princess pageant. Would you describe what that is and, and who participates?
1: Well, PAP is not a beauty competition, we are a sisterhood of royal Pan-African princesses. In building ourselves, we empower each other. And by joining hands, we are building a stronger Pan-African community. So my pageant is from ages 2 to 18. Um, everybody is welcome. We African dance. We sing. There's an the opportunity for young girls to show off their talents and really it's est- just to gain confidence they earn trophies of princess of poise so we want them to express their feminine side and a lot of children they're nervous you know when they go on stage and um, they say a lot of things like I can't do it I'm scared so you know just let the world know my name but with PAP we want them to feel as though they don't need to be scared okay everybody here you're loved You don't have to be afraid to say your name, your last name, your age, where you're from. What do you like to do? What do you like to eat? And just some of the things that you'd like to do at school, you know. So PAP is not a beauty competition. We express all girls, all girls. We make them feel beautiful and express who they are, you know. They do dance, they sing, and we do a formal wear. Um, where girls wear dresses and skirts and little blouses, you know, and they have their hair nice and pretty. We don't necessarily wear makeup. We're all natural. But mostly, like I said, it's just being able to express themselves freely and not being so shy. How uh-huh. wonderful.
0: That's, so it sounds like you're very invested in building the confidence in yes. young women for the future. Yeah. That's a great gift to give them. Mm-hmm. If people know someone that might want to get involved in that, how would they find out more, more information? Well, you can
1: call my business phone 314-728-7909, or you can email us at Louisay Chinaza at gmail.com. That's U W I Z E Y E C H I n a z a at gmail.com. Thank you. That's
0: great information. So I have a question for both of you as Mm -hmm. young people who are extremely active in intercultural arts. Why do you think that your art forms are important for all people to appreciate?
2: Well, no different than someone might appreciate tap or classical. We think that West African and Zydeco deserve to be on that same level of respect, but also we think that everybody should be given a chance to uh, enjoy it. And so that's what we try to do. That's what we aim for. We aim to spread it around the globe. And that's that's right now our mission. Mm-hmm. We want to go everywhere and give everybody what we got.
0: What do you think is special about the, your art form? What is it that... um somebody who's never seen it before might come and discover and fall in love with?
1: Well, the technique of it, you know, we we always take our time, especially with the young ones. We always inspire them to let them know you have this. All you need to do is keep trying, keep coming because you are loved no matter if you are an experienced dancer or not. We just want you to come. We want you to feel welcome. And also, we love what we do. We absolutely love what we do. We love teaching little children. I love, love, love babies. <laughs> um, the youngest that we have taught is was actually four months old. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, he was on the drums. And <laughs> of course, me and Jaja always say dancers make better drummers, Um, drummers make better dancers. So we teach kind of on a two-way street. If you're going to be a dancer, you can also be a drummer. Um, If you're going to be a drummer, you're going to learn how to dance. Like me, of course, I'm a professional dancer, but I also get on the drum sometimes. And Jaja, he he dances a lot. And
0: Jaja dances. <laughs> That's awesome. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say that I'm a drummer who just so happens to know how to dance. <laughs> I do get off the drum and put my feet on the floor.
0: <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. It seems like the two of you have a really special relationship. You must be very close and get along pretty well if you spend so much time together.
2: People oftentimes mistake us for twins, yes. but we are 18 months apart. Yes. Yeah. And let's oh.
0: not forget, Ja, right? <laughs> You're the older we, brother.
1: <laughs> yes, he does happen to be the older brother, but we're also best friends, you know yeah. um, we're the youngest out of eight children. He's number seven, I'm number eight and <clears throat> most of our siblings are just way older than us. and considering the fact that we are together a lot, we've gained trust, you know we can trust each other, we talk a lot and we're also business partners, but we are also best friends more than anything.
0: Oh, that's very nice. What Mm -hmm. a treasure to go through life with each other. That's wonderful. So what can you tell me about the tradition of Kwanzaa and what can people expect to see and hear when they come to your performance on December 18th?
2: Kwanzaa is a Pan-African celebration Mm -hmm. um, celebrating the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. And just uh, when you come to the performance, you will need to learn these things or, you know, if you want to learn them and we will be presenting them to you in the best way we know how with dance yes, and Yes,
1: definitely. And also every year for those who celebrate Christmas, me and my brother, we don't celebrate Christmas very often. We, we celebrate Kwanzaa. We've been celebrating Kwanzaa all of our lives. And my favorite part of Kwanzaa is actually making gifts. See, it's different from Christmas because we don't buy the gifts. We actually make them. This is actually what got me into sewing. I had, well, I didn't have to, but I really, really wanted to make bags for my dance teachers. And so that's what really got me into sewing. So. And you sew lots
0: of different things now, is that true?
1: Yes, yes. I sew, I make lapas, I make pants, I make hats for the winter time which I'm actually getting started on that now cuz it's getting pretty chilly yeah. out,
0: especially today, right? <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Definitely. Just a whole lot more. I can make whatever. I've even made shoes before. Really? Yes. That's impressive.
0: Yes. I wouldn't even know where to begin making a shoe. Takes a lot of time. I, I bet it does. I know that you both enjoy speaking with and learning from other artists and performers. I would love to see you to host a special young listeners segment in our next IMI podcast. Would you be interested in doing that? Yes, well, that
1: would, We would love to. That we would be, would
2: be, be delightful. So. Yeah, uh, that
0: would be so fun. I'd love to hear your take and your questions on some of our other guest artists that that come and perform for us or are visiting in town. That would be really fun. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you both for taking the time to speak with me and for letting our audience get to know you better. You are both such lovely young adults, and I know everyone will be in awe of your talents and poise at our concert celebration.
1: Yes, definitely. Thank you,
0: Miss Tina, for having us. Of course, my pleasure. We'll see you at the concert, right? (laughs) December 18th. We would love to invite all of you to come see Jaja and Safi perform with our Sonic Safari african drumming and dancing ensemble this performance will be live and it will take place on december 18th at three o'clock at new awakening united methodist church and we look forward to seeing you there and i can't wait to see you jaja and safi performing again
1: definitely oh yeah be a joy <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the IMI podcast. For more information about the Intercultural Music Initiative and to buy tickets to our upcoming performances, please visit www.imusici.org. We look forward to hearing from you soon.